Guitar Stories Podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. We're here to talk Ibanez 2021, Dan. Yeah. Beautiful, I haven't used the word beautiful. exclusive yet. This is an exclusive, right? Well, I'm not talking to anyone else, so yeah. I think so. So we've got a rather <laughs> snazzy setup today in the fact that we have like a, a interactive PDF of the um, catalog from 2021, which no one else has seen. And obviously we're recording this in 2020 because we don't work on the 1st of January. Um, so you watching this are amongst the first people in the world outside of Ibanez to see this. Yes, yes. Great, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't sure. seen it also. Obviously, Dan's seen it because he's been working on it. I have only seen the first page to set it up. So I guess without further ado, Dan, we should check out this catalog, right? Yeah, please. Okay, so here is the front page. Look at that. What a front page. Let's dive in, shall we? So I'm going to click through this, yeah. this document here. Ibanez Electric Guitars. Um, already, I'm intrigued. So that's um, some AZs. Yeah, but these are just like old models. Uh, we don't want old, we want new. Let's get to the next page. <laughs> okay, signature models. Right. Um, which ones of these are new, Dan? Well, these are indicated by <laughs> the, the little <laughs> the little red uh, the little little red indicator that says new model on the right side. Yeah. And for oh, instance, there we go. the Look. FRM three hundred. Yeah, that is hang, new. Hang on, Dan. Before before we go any further, I have one of those. Wait a minute. I'll pick it up. Ooh. Wow. And seamlessly, here it is. Dan, talk us through it, mate. Yeah, that's the FRM 300. It's the successor of the FRM 200. And a lot of people have been longing for this guitar because actually the purple FRM, the purple Fireman, is the guitar that Paul is playing like since years already like it's been when when he was playing at guitar summit he used this guitar when he was at martin miller's place for the sessions he used this guitar so finally we have his purple frm and the fireman comes with some cool specs like the dimarzio pg13 mini humbuckers in neck middle and bridge position we have a uh, okuma body it's a very cool mahogany equivalent wood that's been used widely even on high-end guitars from other manufacturers we have a three-piece okuma maple set in neck so it's very comfy if you want to turn it around you can see that it's got seamless access to the highest frets and um yeah it's just like a, a performance animal it's a very nice guitar I've, I've not plugged it in yet dan believe it or not i did an unboxing uh, earlier this week what i All have right. to say about this guitar the neck feels amazing um, I'm yeah, a huge yeah. Paul Gilbert fan, as you know, and if you listen to the podcast, you know I talk about him all the time. Let's just <laughs> let's just course, get a quick yeah. shot of of the guitar, a little bit bigger. There we go, just so people can see it a little bit bigger. What's the fretboard on this? I wanted to ask you. Uh, that should be Macassar Ebony. Macassar so it's bound. Ebony. Yeah, yeah, Macassar Ebony. Oh man, so I I I dig it. Um, it's kind of silly of me doing a review because I'm just going to say this is brilliant. <laughs> that's, that's my review but unless of course it isn't when i plug it in but i don't think that's the case yeah i hope so i hope so that's a nice one i am i'm for just sure. gonna put it down for a second we can move on that is the new mm7 and i'm absolutely delighted that martin receives his second signature guitar and a lot of people have been asking for az's with seven strings so it took some time because you know basically all the parts of the AZ line they are proprietary Ibanez stuff. So um, all the hardware had to be redesigned for seven strings, 
And the special feature about the AZ7s, and we'll, I think we'll cover that later too, is that the neck is not necessarily thicker. So it's got the same thickness, it's just a bit, little bit wider. So you kind of keep that um, that feel and that, mm -hmm. that immediate like broken in feeling and you immediately feel home on, on those necks. And the seven string basically captures that same vibe and captures that same feel. And uh, I mean, the MM7 is something special because like it's sibling, the MM1, it is the sole AZ guitar that comes with a mahogany body and a flame maple top. And it also comes, of course, in the transparent agua blue finish that the MM1 is already renowned for. So yeah, excited to have it. It looks gorgeous. I've I've not really delved into seven string world yet, but I think that would be a very comfortable guitar with which to try that out. Uh, it's, it doesn't seem too monstrous, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Shall we um, give it a listen? I'd love to have a little listen. We've got Martin on video, haven't we? Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. This guitar will not be available before I think May. So it was it was super short notice. Like he received it literally just a couple weeks, like two or three weeks ago, and then he approved it, and now it's going into production. Hey Dan, I really like the look of that AZ two two zero four N. Look at that. Yeah, would be yeah. great if um, maybe I got one of those into review at some point, wouldn't it? <laughs> so I've got well, my AZ maybe. behind me. It's just there. And genuinely, it's one of my favorite guitars. If you watch the channel, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I don't get paid every time to say I love it, but I absolutely do love that guitar. Um, what is new about the new models? Well, a lot, because uh, it's the AZ2204N, and in the end stands for so many things like natural or non-recessed tremolo, which already gives away uh, one of the key specs. So this is a... AZ model for the more, let's say, classic-oriented player, ah. for the player that doesn't need to do the wibbly, wibbly, wibbly. So we have no tram cavity. So basically, the tremolo sits flat on the body. And this actually improves sustain quite a bit because like all the vibration goes through the whole body. So that's that's pretty interesting. Um, we have, and, and this is a first, a, a compound radio fretboard. So... Um, at the nut, it's a little bit uh, more curved, and the more you go down the neck, it's flatter. So this allows for easy fretting when you play like basic rhythm chords, and uh, when you do the lead stuff and fast lines, and you go up and, and higher, uh, higher the neck, then it will be much easier, uh, especially also for bending. And also, um, one of the key features for these guitars are new pickups. So Ivan has teamed up again with Seymour Duncan to develop the Seymour Duncan Fortuna pickups more natural, basically, sounding. It's not as overdriven as the Hyperion pickups, which for some people is like just what they were looking for. But especially if you're playing some some lead and jazzy, funky tones, I think the Fortuna pickups might be more your cup of tea. That's a very exciting guitar, but you, f you failed to mention the main improvement you've made in the AZ line. And I know you know that I know what that is. Look at that pick guy. Tell me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. tort pick guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for for the for the for the people that are not enlightened, why Andy is is <laughs> so excited about the pick guard? He always tells me that the perloid pick guards on the AZs look like toilet seats. Yeah. 
<laughs> Not very nice, but I get it. So, so some people don't really like that kind of perloid. So uh, now we go with tortoise shell style. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, there is more seven string AZ. Yeah, there so you sticking go. Sticking with AZs at good. the moment. Dan, talk us through the first one, please, mate. Yeah, we have like two options for seven string players for 2021. And uh, both have 24 frets. The first one is the AZ2427, which is the tri-fade burst flat finish version of the AZ7. It comes with Hyperion 7 pickups, and the rest is basically the same specs as the six-string AZ, but with the unique neck. And I've stressed that previously when we've been talking about the Martin Miller. This neck feel is amazing. And if you like the AZ six-string, then you will immediately follow it off with the AZ seven-string. So no doubt about that. And we have like two offerings for the beginning. So we have a dual humbucker version in tri-fade burst flat. And if you scroll down a little bit, then we will see the AZ2407, which has an HSS configuration. So Hyperion bridge pickup and two Hyperion 7 singles in the middle and neck position. And because, you know, seven string players are usually the ones that just do the wood 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 across the whole neck. So they need two full octaves. So we decided we go with uh, 24 frets on both models. Because usually the HSS models on the AZ line, they have only 22 frets. Yeah. Right. Looks great. Let's go back to the first one for a sec, because I was listening to you and not looking at the pictures. Um, <laughs> so this has yeah. the, the original style trem system. Is that right? Yeah, correct. That's a recessed trem system. So it's not like on the AZN um, models that it's flat on the body. So it's recessed, so it goes in both directions. And uh, apart from that, like it's basically the same, like the same features as on the AZ6 models. Yeah, and these guitars clock in at 2.2K, so 2,199 euros. So a little bit more expensive than the regular ones, but um, yeah, you get some. Get not get just the low B. An extra string, yeah. More. Two more frets? <laughs> yeah, correct. Two more frets and uh, one more string. And the black pickguard. <laughs> and no pickguard. <laughs> no pickguard, yeah. All right. Uh -huh. More new models. More new models. Yeah. Let me click uh, click away. There we go. Let's bring it up on the screen. Made in Japan. Can I announce this one? The RG532OC. Correct. That's that a killer color. an addition. Yeah, deep forest green metallic. And uh, whenever we are talking about green in Ibanez land, it often is a little bit more, you know. Very blue? Towards blue. Yeah, very blue. <laughs> and it's the same here. It, so it's another addition to the RG5000 line. And, and these guitars have been designed to appeal to, the, to like the modern uh, guitar player, not necessarily just a shredder, but someone who's looking for like modern tones. So the RG5000s, they all, all come with uh, modern pickups. And uh, this one is a little bit of an exception because it goes back to the more original configuration of the Marzio Air Norton Tone Zones in the bridge and neck pickup, uh, which, but with covers. So basically, we have the modern looks, but we have a little more of a, uh, let's say, classical tone, like right. classic Ibanez tone. No. Apart from that, it's basically a no-frills uh, yeah, rock and shred guitar, a five-piece neck, African mahogany body, quite lightweight. You've got stainless steel frets, which is always a pro um, because they don't wear down, and low pro edge trim. So, yeah, very cool addition, cool color. I like it. Yeah, it looks good. It's it's the least green guitar I've ever seen in my life, though. That's, <laughs> that's very close to like a, a Pelham Blue. That, that's funny. 
I like that. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely. like that really much. Um, you're going to yeah. get some very confused people there, Dan. <laughs> me, me included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just for uh, for the sake of completion, this guitar uh, retails for 2,100 euros. Ta-da! Wow. Several new models. Okay, where do you want to yeah. go first? Uh, let's do the 5170 just okay. quickly because it's a yeah basically it looks like another just black guitar but it's it's pretty cool because it's got uh, hsh configuration of uh, fishman fluence pickups and what is also quite a deviation from what you usually get in the market is that we have an alnico in the neck position and we've got a ceramic in the bridge position ah so a little bit more let's say um yeah more moderate output Sure. Um, in the in the neck position and like the beefy, high gain uh, pickup in the in the bridge position, and what's so cool about this guitar is that it not only has gold hardware, but it also sports a kind of reddish, kind of tortoise shell binding. It's a little bit more red than just like tortoise shell, but it's it's a very nice contrast to the black body. And unfortunately, you don't see it on this very picture, but once you you see this guitar in the flesh, it's it's pretty amazing. So it's a little bit, it's some added bling to this model. Where is the binding? I can, is it up on the headstock as well or? It's on, it's on the headstock, it's on the neck and it's on the body. So it's pretty wicked. Awesome. That's, that's very interesting. Like a, yeah. something that maybe the player can see, but the audience, maybe not so much. That's, that's nice to keep a little, yeah. little bit yeah, back yeah. for yourself. We have uh, a new color mm -hmm. uh, that you see 5121 and this is called Burgundy Metallic Flat. And we had the RG5121 already last year in Dark Tide Blue Flat. And now we have a second model, new finish. That, no looks, very, that looks very familiar, Dan. You think so? Yeah, <laughs> maybe I should go and get it. I have one of these, right? Yeah. Um, I was very confused when I took it out of the box. Not confused, intrigued. When I took it out of the box, I thought it was black. And it's, it comes in this beautiful case with a red lining. And I was, wasn't sure if it was black and the red was um, showing, you know, reflecting off the black body. And then I took it out and it was this rather gorgeous burgundy, uh, burgundy metallic flat, as Ibanez are calling that it. That is and, great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, I've got a full video coming for this, but the first word I think could come with is quality. It feels absolutely um, as a quality instrument should, you know, it just. It's hard. It's hard to put into words, which is my job. Um, what I feel about this guitar is like you're given a, a a guitar that's perfectly set up, perfectly built, uh, and all you need to know is if it's your style. I'm going to go back to the main picture for a second. If it's the style that you enjoy and it sounds like what you what you want to sound like, then that is a kick-ass guitar. Yep. Absolutely. I love the and like I said, color. it's got it's got all the modern specs. So if you're like a modern player, you want modern tones, but you want that like renowned and, and already well established feel of a Ibanez RG guitar, then you go for the RG five thousand series. And you've got like a five piece neck made of maple and wenge. You've got a Makassar ebony fretboard, jumbo uh, stainless steel frets with prestige fret edge treatment. And this is quite a main part of uh, why it feels immediately home yeah. once you take it out of the case. Um, yeah, of course, a mahogany body, so very like rounded, well-rounded tone. Uh, Fishman Fluence Modern ceramic pickups in neck and bridge position and a Gibraltar standard bridge. So uh, no, you know, fuzz with with the tremolo or anything you just you know take it out of the case and you can play 
So it's, that's that's it's very pretty. I, I really like the the look. I think that you've nailed the look. Um, I love this. I don't know what to call it. It's like a like a dark chrome. What's the correct term for the the color of the bridge? You know, it's like it's a black chrome or something. Let me check. Uh, do I know? Cosmo black, black. I think on Cosmo this one. Yeah. yeah, it looks great Cosmo because it's. Black. It's the little subtleties that I like about this guitar. Again, I haven't yep. plugged it in yet, um, <laughs> but the locking tuners yeah. made, me, made me smile instantly. And now that you've said this had the, the, the prestige fret treatment, yep, fretage. it feels it's like there gorgeous. are no frets. So when you're, when yeah. you're holding like this, it, you normally you, 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 know, you feel a bit of resistance. It feels like yeah. there are no frets. So I can feel that if there are any shredders out there, you need to try this one. That's going to be fun. So, um, yeah. of course, check out my review of it. But I'm not that much of a shredder, so I'll be probably putting it through a fuzz pedal and saying nice things about the color. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a killer yeah. guitar. I'm very, very impressed yeah. with that one. It's also, I think, price-wise, it's very competitive. This one clocks in at eighteen hundred bucks. Oh wow! So you get made in Japan quality plus the Fishman pickups. So it's not not at all overpriced. So it's really you 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 get what you pay for, and sure. this is a lot. Let's move on to the limited model, Dan. Yeah, that is the RG6PKAG. And as soon as I took that out of the, the case, it was like, all right, that looks like a RG-inspired Red Beach model. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's super cool. Do you remember the old um, Voyager designs from I, Red Beach? No, I don't. No, they had kind of a cut... Like uh, when when we had the last episode, the Guitar Source podcast episode, we, we had that PRS guitar that uh, was missing some parts of the body. Yes. B right behind the tremolo. And yeah. the Red Beach models were actually designed that way. So Ibanez built them for a very limited time. And there was a specific the Red Beach model in Koa. And uh, that reminds me a lot of that because also those guitars had EMG pickups. And this limited edition model is one of the few guitars that comes with EMG pickups for our 2021 lineup. And of course, you know, talking about 80s, early 90s, it comes with EMG 81 in the bridge and EMG SA in the middle and neck position. Uh, we have an original edge tremolo like you would, you would buy in, in the late 80s or early 90s. Uh, it's also got modern specs like Jaskar Evo gold threads. And yeah, it's just like full package for a let's say glam rock oriented player or just say a player who's looking for a koa guitar because uh the koa veneer is actually super pretty it looks like like if a guitar player was playing in the 80s and had something that was wild colors such as the uh the 550s just up there maybe yeah. that player grew up a little bit and once those tones <laughs> once that feel but can't get away with playing a fluorescent looking guitar anymore because of their age. <laughs> That's the guitar because it's it's a grown up yeah. guitar that one at least in, in in appearance to me. Yeah. You can play a wedding or a funeral with exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you just change the lights and suddenly it's it's green. Yeah. Uh, I dig that, Ben. Correct. Yeah. All righty. Um lots of heavier looking guitars here. Um I've do you know I've never yeah. played never played an Axion label. Never played an iron label. How, how can that be? I was so intrigued um, a couple of years ago. I think it was even that RG60, 60 ALS. Hang on. Whoops. That one there. I'd mm -hmm. never played or seen anything like it. I still haven't played an Axion or an iron label. So I hope to change that in 2021. And um, speaking of changes in 2021, nice, nice podcast little transition there, Andy. Thank you. Uh, the RG6. <laughs> 
That's an elf, as in alien yeah. life form. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in the way of the. From Melbeck. Yeah, from Melbeck. <laughs> lock up your cats. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's like a, a very reduced uh, six string. It comes with a uh, super cool flip flop blue chameleon finish which changes from purple to blue to greenish. Uh, it's pretty wicked. It reminded me a lot of a competitor's color that was called Mystic Dream. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, apart from that, like, again, modern specs. The Exxon Label series is about, like, modern specs at a uh, affordable price. So these are not made in Japan. They are made in Indonesia. But they have, like, all the bells and whistles you would expect for a stage-ready guitar. They come with a five, super, uh, super fast five-piece Nitro Wizard neck, uh, Niato body, which is quite lightweight, Makassar Ebony fretboard. We have Sub-Zero treated frets, so they are frozen down to make them more durable. So it's not as sturdy and, and also not the, you, you're, you're not getting that shimmer that some people like and some people criticize about stainless steel frets. But these are nickel frets that are uh, that, that received some... some uh, uh, coolness treating, so they have been uh, sub-zero treated, like cooled down to, I don't know, minus X degrees, and then back again, so they are kind of hardened uh -huh. and super durable. Yeah. Then we also we have that interesting combination of a fluent ceramic pickup in the bridge and an El Nico pickup in the neck position. And um, yeah, we've got luminescent side dot inlays, we've got a luminescent Ibanez logo, so it's a pretty nice touch when you're on stage and that Ibanez logo glows in the dark. Nice. Did you did you give a price on these yet? Not yet. That These are 950 bucks. Okay. So the Olive guitar, if you want to take a trip to Melmac, it's 950 bucks. And if you don't know what we're talking about, please Google ALF and 80s old people. So <laughs> that's gorgeous. Shout out um, to Willie Tenor and the Tenor family. A nine string. I played that guitar once. It was hilarious. Yeah. That's my review. How many people want to see a nine string guitar review on Andy's channel? Leave a comment below. Oh, no. I, that's, <laughs> do you know what, Dan? That sounds so expensive. So expensive. <laughs> All right. Ooh, hello. We hello, we've got a couple yeah. of new models. Yeah. So last year we had the RG11 series in the premium range, and Poplar has been very popular among people. <laughs> so we decided to apply. Oh, I'm, I'm very sorry. That was, I know. How long have you been waiting for this page? Uh, well, <laughs> 46 days. minutes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> correct. Yeah, so it's like, again, it's a no frills guitar. It's RG421. So the 421 already indicates it's got no pickguard and it's got a fixed bridge. Uh, quantum pickups. So these are Ibanez OEM pickups. Mm -hmm. They are fairly good. Uh, not the best in the world, of course, because we have to hit a certain price point there, but they are fairly good. So if you go on stage with those, you ain't going to, you know, end up in a disaster with squealing pickups and anything like that. Um, the, the best part of this is basically like really it's a very sturdy like kind of bones guitar so if you purchase this guitar and you add a few or, or tweak a few, a few things it's a very very solid guitar that you can use for as a backup or even as a main guitar if you're a beginner or inter intermediate player uh, because it's got a fast wizard three neck which is not too fat but also not too thin it's got a maranti body um, which is rather lightweight with a poplar pearl veneer on on top uh, you've got jumbo frets, so it feels very comfy. And like I said, the pickups, they are 
absolutely okay. So um, there's like, like, like I said, it's a, it's a good bones guitar. If there's anything you you don't like about the guitar, it's pretty easy to swap that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, enjoy, course, I'm enjoying your honesty, Dan. I have to interrupt you there because you said the pickups are quite okay. You know, there's no. I know we're marketing here, you know, for Ibanez, that's, that's, that's your job and, and that's what we're doing right now, presenting the new models. But it's nice to hear some honesty from, from someone in the business for not saying, these are the world's best pickups for only this price. <laughs> um, well, you always have to, to take it into relation with, um, you know, price and, and, and quality. And yeah. for us, uh, I mean, like I said, the bones of the actual bones of the guitars are more important than, you know, the binding or, um, I don't know, maybe adding adding fancy names to the pickups so these are like like i said these are the quantum pickups they're good they're not the best of the world but like i said these they are stage ready so you you ain't gonna have any issues going live but if you you know if you develop some some ear and if you develop some preference tone wise i think there will definitely be a point where you just want to swap the pickups right okay there's another one there right just underneath yeah it's rg421g that's uh, pretty similar. Uh, it comes with maple neck. There's just a plain, plain body, but it's got the cool laser blue matte finish. Mm. So that's also a winner. And I didn't mention the price for the Caribbean Shoreline flat one. That uh, clocks in at uh, three ninety nine, and the laser blue matte is even three sixty nine. So I think at uh, close to four hundred bucks or below three hundred seventy bucks, you ain't gonna make a mistake by purchasing one of these guitars. No, that's that's okay. What are the um the tuners like on this? I've haven't played on these yet. Uh, these are non-locking tuners, but they are kind of uh, they are very precise. So you don't have you know a lot of um, action until they get some grip. So you don't have to turn them. You know what, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, so there's, have to there's turn. To, not too much play in the tuner. Correct. Yeah, not too much play. So they're rather precise and, and quick in in responding to the turns. So that's this good. is what I really like about these. Yeah. Okay, so that that really yeah. is stage ready because that's something that you can't get away with even at a yeah. relatively low price. Yeah, yeah. But that's again, good. at the beginner, and this is also what we talked about in the podcast mm-hmm. episode, you have to know how to uh, restring the guitar. So don't underwound or don't overwound the tuning packs because both can can uh, uh, cause some issues, tuning issues. Beautiful. Um, I just have to look at that sparkly yeah. one. I know that's not new, but <laughs> turquoise, uh, turquoise, turquoise sparkle, sparkle. Yeah. so green again yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's beautiful I, I need some more sparkle guitars yeah. in my life um, yeah. okay moving on What's, yeah please I like that we're entering um, a sort of we have entered a more affordable range now because these are the ones that really excite me the sort of mid-range guitars because of course the Martin Miller signature for example is a beautiful instrument but it may be out of reach for many of us um, so I think this is this is where Ibanez really delivers some great products when you still get, as you said, that the bare bones, basic, um, good, reliable instrument, but maybe you want to change the pickups. You know, you're cutting cutting costs in the right places. Yep. All right. I'm drawn straight to the RG320 EXZ or EXZ. Talk us through that, Dan. Now again, a another very basic model, and uh, for this time we've added a black flat finish, so it's non-glossy, so it gets less fingerprints on it. Uh, again, we have a, a rather beefy Wizard Three Maple Neck. I mean, it's not a baseball bat, but it's also not super thin, so it's very comfy, especially as a beginner. We have again a Maranti body. We have a bound Jatoba uh, fretboard with white dots. Um, again, the quantum pickups. 
And um, for this guitar, we have an Edge Zero 2 tremolo bridge. So um, this is a very, very good and, and, and a serious tremolo. It's not like, <laughs> you know, we've been talking about uh, entry-level guitars. And, and usually at a certain price point, you say, okay, at that price point, you probably don't want to look into having a tremolo guitar and rather go for a fixed bridge yep. to avoid any kind of issues. But especially with this guitar, with the Edge Zero 2, I think that's a very good starting point. I mean, the guitar doesn't, doesn't come cheap. It uh, clocks in at 500 bucks. Okay. But for those 500 bucks, like I said, you get a, a serious guitar and uh, a serious tremolo that you can work with. And you can have, you can actually, you enjoy, you can enjoy that tremolo. It's not a pain in the ASS. In the AZZ. Um, <laughs> you, you can have that one yeah. for, the, for next year's catalog. That actually that makes me happy because I know when we're looking at the more affordable range, um, and this is when I get excited, as you can tell, I'm a bit more involved now because the other ones were like, okay, that's cool, but um, I personally couldn't afford it. With these guitars, it makes me happy that you haven't made it 300 bucks or 400 bucks. You need to be spending a bit more if you're going to put one of those edge tremolo systems on there. And yeah, yeah so it's one of the times where I think you need to spend more money is playing with one of those style of, of locked trem systems you, you can't go cheap on that you'll, you'll pay mm -hmm. for it in the end absolutely absolutely and basically that's also one of the main questions a lot of people they acquire a lot of super cheap guitars mm. but often instead of buying like five 200 euros guitars i think you're often better off buying like one guitar in the 1000 euro range or maybe like 500 bucks instead of 150 or 200 because the, the increase in quality is quite steep at the very beginning and also yeah. uh, it diminishes after like a, a price point of 2 to 2.5K, then it's a very little surplus on quality for a lot of money that you have to put on top. But with more expense, you can get more strings. <laughs> Two more, to be precise. <laughs> that was a very, very smooth transition, actually. Thank yeah. Very much. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, Ibanez, Ibanez is the king of metal guitars, and this is like the core position that that we want to uh, protect and defend every single year. And since we've been releasing nine strings and eight strings for like ages, we also want to, you know, create some ex uh, excitement with these models. And for this year, the AG. ADF in Iron Pewter uh, comes with super cool uh, white pickups. So we have Fishman Fluence Alnico in the neck and the Ceramic 8 in the bridge position. Um, we have gold hardware. And apart from that, like it's a no frills guitar. We've got a Wizard 2 bolt on neck, um, a five piece maple walnut neck, if I'm not mistaken, and a um, what's the body? A Maranti body again. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What is the price on that one, sir? The eight string clocks in at eight ninety nine. So, one hundred bucks per string plus ninety nine bucks for the gold hardware. <laughs> what, is that? I'm um, testing your knowledge now. I know you know a lot, but is that the cheapest eight string Ibanez offer? If you are not in the multi scale, uh, into multi scale, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because when you said eight eight nine nine, right? That's that for me seems like the yeah. most affordable. We know cheap is a dirty word, the most affordable. So I see a brand new model here. Let's go straight to it. Right at the top, it's another RG. Danielson. Yeah, this time it's the RGA. 
So these stand for arch tops. So they have an arched uh, top that's more like it's not it's not flat. So it provides some more curvature to it. So a little bit more like a ALP style guitar, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, what is so special about the HP series? It's um, the name is high performance. So these guitars are designed to provide you like the not just the most bang for the buck, but also like the best performance. So basically. It's not necessarily designed to just be flashy and stylish. It's more designed to provide like the ultimate performance, like to be a stage guitar and right out of the case you can gig with it. And uh, the reason for that is, for instance, it features a roasted maple neck. So you don't have to adjust the neck back and forth. It's already pre-roasted. So it will stay almost perfectly, no matter what the humidity level or anything else is. Uh, It's got a Yatoba fretboard, jumbo frets, uh, a lightweight Neato body with a uh, quilted, quilted maple top, and it's got professional high-performance pickups, which are the Dimasio Fusion Edge pickups. And it's quite a criteria of quality that you can find these pickups on, let's say, J Custom guitars that clock in at like four or five thousand euros, and you can find them on the RGA 42 HP and other high-performance models that are in the let's say 700 to 900 euros range. And uh, the, this guitar that comes in blue iceberg gradation uh, is a little bit more pricey because of the fleshy top, you know, because of a quilted maple. But again, at eight ninety nine, you get a lot of specs for not too much money. This is the same color, uh, the, the gradation as the AZ, correct? That is correct. You're a good one. <laughs> hey, and I wasn't yeah. much of a fan of that that finish on the az but for some reason it seems it works more for for me on this for me that works mm-hmm. um because yep. the, the finish is quite flashy i thought it just it looked uh, for me a little bit out of place on an az because the az is like a classic looking guitar whereas this mm-hmm. is more modern looking this looks yep. like an az has gone into its teenage phase and started you know body modifications <laughs> and, and slimming down and going to the gym it's got that nice little six pack yeah. in the middle um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm digging this, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a very nice description. Also, I think what what is also um, like visually appealing is the contrast of the quilted maple top in that gradation color, and then the natural inside yeah. of the uh, of the horns. You know, that kind of. Okay, I wasn't sure if that scoop. was shadow on the photo, but that is it's cut away, yeah. so it's yeah, yeah, that kind of scoop that is in, in natural, yeah. So that's pretty cool. And like I said, eight ninety nine. I think that's a lot of bang for the buck on this model. Absolutely, it seems that way. Um, I'm digging that. I I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to ask. It looks like a guitar that should exist. You know, some guitars look yep. like they've just been made new for the sake of making something new. But that's a pretty mm-hmm. looking guitar with some great specs. Yeah, I also think that would be a guitar that would fit well on your channel because that's like a very reasonable price range. And yeah, you know, yeah, it's above that mid range, that sort of three hundred to five hundred, but it does seem to be um, to be worth that kind of money from the specs alone and the look. What sort of music is that geared towards? Do you think with those pickups? Well, I mean, Fusion Edge pickups, they are more into the hard and heavy genre, but I've heard a lot of cool music already been made with, you know, those pickups that is not cutting edge, that is more like kind of funky or crunchy or, I mean, rock, of course. Sure. A lot of people, they kind of pigeonhole those pickups to be just metal pickups, but mm. that's definitely wrong. So if the bones of the guitar, if the, the body would 
I'm not saying tone wood, but if the body wood is of a, mm-hmm. uh, a good quality, I think so that I had a little the, shiver then when you said tone wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the overall outcome will be pretty good. And the Fusion Edge pickups, they are very, very versatile. So they're not just for one genre only. I'd like to hear some funk on that, specifically with the, the coil tap switch. That must be... All right. Uh, yeah. Well, comment below the video and ask Andy to do a review on this guitar and we'll make that happen. Ask me funk, to get... funk review on the RGA 42 HP. Some Ferris funk. <laughs> Serious funk, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, nice. A more RGA. Oh, come on. Now we're talking. Right. Um, <laughs> Wizard 3 I Maple Neck. Love it. That, what color is that? That's called Black Aurora Burst Matte. And uh, the, the BAM, B-A-M finish is, is pretty popular. And so we applied it on a more affordable model here. Um, it was already on some of the Exion label guitars with multi-scale. Mm-hmm. So um, we make it now accessible for the players that want a guitar below the 500 euros range. And this RGA42EX clocks in at 399, comes with a Maranti body with a three neck. Again, the quantum pickups, a fixed bridge, so it's a no frills guitar for any kind of advanced player that, that's looking for a serious instrument with a super cool look. So I have to ask, is it looks a, like form of a function or is that actually a well-playing guitar, do you think? Well, that definitely is a, a well-playing guitar because it's it's really like designed to to please the player with that, especially the neck. I think the Wizard 3 neck is very friendly for uh, for beginners because it offers you a little bit more meat. And um, I mean, spec-wise, it's it's just everything you could wish for as a beginner. I mean, I would have been lucky to receive an instrument at 399 when I started playing the guitar and, and was looking for my first serious instrument. You know? And I think here you get a lot of cool looks with that sure. uh, Black Aurora burst finish. And you've got very, very solid, rock solid guitar. Yeah, I, I agree. My first guitar was sort of one of those 199, including an amp package things. <laughs> and then when I really outgrew that quite quickly um, and I could afford it, I upgraded to like an Epiphone LP100, which was, I think, about 399 at the time. So I know yeah. prices change and, and times change, and but that for me would have been my... It seems to me like maybe not a first guitar because it is three nine nine, and also the 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 color choice is quite out there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe people have, people have more money these days, but that's for me a guitar that you choose when you know you want to play guitar and you want to yep. your guitar to look like that. You know that. Yeah, that's a good price for for that kind of look. Should we go to the RGD the seven string? Yeah, um, please, please, so the, please. Let me go for it. The RGD R four four two seven FX. Yeah, I'm putting my um, resume in on Monday. I'm gonna get a job at Ibanez. <laughs> well, that's basically an RGD guitar with a reverse headstock, and uh, it's the successor of uh, another very similar guitar that was debuted in uh, early 2020, and that featured a Richlight top. So, Andy, you know Richlight from what? From the big G. Where are they using it? They're Normally, fretboards only. Fretboards. Right? I don't even know if they do anymore, but yeah. Gibson have been using um, mm-hmm. rich lights on fretboards. I remember there was a big kerfuffle about that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Correct. Mainly because yeah. people were and- uneducated about what rich light was, and it seemed to be marketing rather than um, you know explaining what the wood was. 
have mm-hmm. have Ibanez Correct, changed yeah. that? Well, at least Ibanez has uh, thought twice about uh, where they wanted to use it. And um, because, you know, rich light is not necessarily something to be doomed. It's a, a resin-infused um, kind of highly compressed paper that is very, very sturdy. So it's it's actually very resonant. I've got some some coasters made of uh, rich light. And, you know, you can do that kind of pling on them and they, they kind of resonate very well. But they've got, their, they've got a very unique tone to it. And uh, so it's a very stiff material. So Avenus thought about, okay, well, if it's very good to, to kind of get the, those kind of vibrations along, why are we not using that for uh, a, a top to add some more let's, um, precision to the tone, mm-hmm. you know, to, mm-hmm. to make it even more cutting yeah. through the mix? And that's what I started with. And uh, that RGDR from last year that exceeded our wildest expectations because that was a guitar that was not inexpensive at all it was uh, above the 2k threshold but it sold very well and um, for this year we added a fixed bridge version of it uh, which is a little bit less expensive and uh, it comes in a super cool blue rich light finish so this is what the rgdr 4427 fx is all about and the fx stands for fixed bridge and it comes in a nice natural flat finish uh, the bevel and also some some of the curves of the neck they are still in, in natural finish and then you've got the the rich light top so it's it's a very interesting combination because uh, you've got that ash body which is a rather lightweight and kind of soft wood and then you've got that very stiff mm-hmm. uh, rich light top to it uh, that is glued uh, on, on on top of the the body so that's pretty cool and uh, it comes with fusion edge pickups so our preferred choice when it comes to hard and heavy but not only, <laughs> not just only metal and rock genre. Um, yeah, apart from that, Makassar Ebony fretboard. I mean, I, I don't want to read out all the specs. I just want to really like focus on what is so special about it. And those RGDRs, they come with a 26.5-inch scale. So they, that kind of extended range is already ideal for for some kind of down tunings. Yeah, so that's that's a, a pretty cool guitar. And this one clocks in at three nine, uh, three, uh, 2399 bucks. So it's a little bit... Uh, less expensive than the previous model okay and there's only one one knob on that no tone just volume yeah correct <laughs> that's all you need i mean you've got a rear bridge so all the strings are separated yeah and you've got like a three uh a three-way switch and a uh, volume all right that's it yeah i can't argue with that i can't argue <laughs> yeah moving on and below there yeah below there you see the rgdr4327 uh which had a black top and a rather brown finish so that's the the uh, predecessor of this guitar and that's the guitar that i was talking about that sold very well okay. so we decided to to add another new model i prefer the look yeah. of the new one i think it it's more contrasting with the lights of wood yep uh, correct just, but purely from looks alone i prefer the new one cool yeah glad you like it you're welcome. All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay, lots of new stuff going on here. Let's power through the yeah. RGD61 ALA. 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 An accent yeah, label. RGD again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, it's an RGD, so the kind of drop top guitar. Uh, it's a six string version. Um, and we are again in the Axion label range. So you got all the specs that I've been talking previously, like the Sub Zero frets and the modern specs and this guitar is a styler and a performer so because you've got the fishman fluence pickups and um, again it's an alnico ceramic combination 
So best of both worlds of a more like vintage oriented or classic oriented tone and the cutting edge tone at the bridge position. It's got a monorail bridge for ideal string separation, especially if you uh, detune it. And it's got a slightly extended range. Uh, so, so it's a 26.5 inch scale, which I find always interesting, not just for experimenting with various tunings, but it's also very comfy to, to be played. Mm -hmm. So um, if you haven't tried a 26.5 inch scale guitar, I highly recommend trying that out. It doesn't feel too awkward. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, and this guitar comes. Sorry, sorry. As a guy with longer arms, those those sort of extended range ones do feel good for me because they they're comfortable, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I like them too. So, and and I mean, they come in a meaner detuning, so you're already oh, yeah. uh, one full step down, which is pretty cool. And again, the luminescent uh, luminescent logo and luminescent side dots. And super cool, the upper bevel, it's kind of painted in that tropical rainforest style. So it's like a rainbow kind of thing. Okay, so, so it's that's, not that's a, pretty wicked. It does, the colors don't move as you move. That's that's just not at all. No, that's interesting. Not at all. I, I, need, I was going to ask yeah. that if you thank you for covering it. Yeah. <laughs> so and the rgd 71 alpa is our what we call the millionaire's guitar and not just because it's so expensive but <laughs> the looks they look like a million bucks <laughs> isn't that gorgeous i mean that's a showstopper for sure yeah that's i'm I, as you know I, i'm not a fan of overly um extravagant <laughs> looks but that I, I mean that's not something for me looks alone it's not it's definitely not but i can see that it's been selected and it's been made to look like that. It doesn't look um, cheap in any way, and I'm scared of how much that might cost. But that's certainly uh, <laughs> that's an instrument that I expect someone to, to really be playing. You know, like you, I can't, I can't really call that a guitar. I call that an instrument. Yeah, <laughs> it's a tool. Yeah, a precision tool. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, like just briefly tackling uh, prices, I mean, Axion label range is always a little bit above the 1K threshold. The RGD61 ALA clocks in at 1099, and the seven. so 1100 squid. And the seven string, the RGD71 ALPA is uh, 1399. And for that price point, you get a lot of bang for the buck. So um, this guitar is basically what a lot of people already know because the RGD line especially in that format is not completely new, but it's been revamped for 2021. And you got a sandwich body that consists of a Niado kind of foundation. Then you've got some ash on top of that. And then again, you've got the, the very vibrant poplar barrel top, a beautiful Makassar ebony fretboard with those kind of offset dots. You've got the jumbo sub-zero frets. And what is so special about this guitar, you've got the bare-knuckle aftermath pickups. And the aftermath pickups, they come in that uh, camo finish, which is uh, some some kind of like kind of special uh, variation of the aftermaths. And that just perfectly fits the pop-lock top. I really like the look of that instrument. Now that I know that, because obviously I'm looking at the same screen everybody's looking at, but my eyes have started to go a bit blurry after all these specs. Now, <laughs> now that I know they've got the aftermath in there, now I'm more into that guitar. So yeah, now now I get it. Um, I was a bit uh, yeah. thrown at the beginning, but um, those pickups are yeah. wonderful for that style of music. Now let's go to yeah. the other six, uh, seven string. Yeah, RGD7521PB. That's uh, a little bit more affordable model. Uh, that comes in a beautiful deep seafloor fade flat finish. And um, that's not part of the Axion label range, so it's just part of the standard range. Um, comes with a Jatoba fretboard, 
with a tunic made from roasted maple. And of course, uh, one of the key features here is of the, the poplar barrel top because this is very, very uh, attractive. But again, we are talking about uh, $7.99 as a price point. At that price point, you already get uh, high-end pickups from DiMarzio. So we've got the PAF7 in there. And these were the go-to pickups like in the corn days and, and uh, beyond that. When everyone started playing seven strings, I think this is when they went for DiMarzio PAF7. So it's not a cheap pickup, and it's a cool instrument with, uh, yeah, all you could wish for basically from that guitar. 26.5 scale, Niato body that is quite lightweight, poplar barrel top. Yeah, if you're looking, if you're on the hunt for a seven string that's got a different look and is not just black, mm -hmm. I would definitely try that one. That's pretty. The cool. name is very clever because that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Well done. Whoever, and Ivan is, we're all that. magicians. We're all magicians. You know immediately what you're getting. <laughs> Unless it's a blue one, because then it's green, or if it's green, then it's blue. But that's a good color. I wonder. I, I, I really like the. I really like the finish, actually. The deep seafloor fade flat finish. I think we. Uh, there was the seafloor flat was introduced on the electric headless basis in 2020. So I kind of really like how those finishes get shifted around uh, yeah. between from basses to guitars. And sometimes you get finishes on Tama drum kits as well that kind of match ah. um, guitars or basses from previous years. So this is kind of interesting to see how those kind of trendy finishes are kind of borrowed. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, what, don't waste a, a, a nice innovation. I um, also like, Correct. I'm going to try and say it, deep sea floor fade flat. That is difficult to say, and I have to applaud you, Dan, as a non-native English speaker to be present. I can't even speak English properly. Uh, to be pronouncing "deep sea floor fade flat," mind-blowing. That's the only dance yeah. that I can see of that color. Next page, please. Alrighty. There we are, oh. and on the top left, we see a new model. Let me uh, let me an just pop off and and, and um, pick something up. I'm back with guitar, and before you go into specs or anything like that, how do you make this thing so light? <laughs> I have never held well, such a light shape. guitar. There's nothing in it. The shape is so unique. I mean, you've got artists like Nita Strauss that would never ever play another guitar because they, they, they are just perfectly balanced and they're so lightweight. And this is what the S series really is about. Yeah. It's super thin. Like, well, not super thin, but, but thin. Um, but contoured, so it's not just. It, it feels like there's some some work has gone into choosing the the actual shape. Um, put, yep. put the guitar between the mic and me then. <laughs> but yeah, it's super light. <laughs> um, in the review, of course, I will put it on a strap and, and all that sort of stuff. I really dig this switch. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. That little plastic. Yep. Is it plastic? Yeah, plastic surround. Yep. That's actually a necessity. I mean, not that, that's quite like a polarizing point because some people are not too much into having that kind of uh, plasticky uh, thing on top of the body. But you know, you got to understand the construction. You know, when they designed the model in 1986-87, they kind of modeled it from clay. So, um, and the idea was to have a rather thick middle, mm -hmm. and then to kind of have the body shape thin out to to the sides and this is what it really what the, what the magic is about so the middle is almost the same thickness as an rg but towards the sides it's very thin and this is what makes the guitar so light yeah you can see it here very nicely yes so look at that it's tiny yeah 
I'm really looking forward to plugging this one in. This is the, I can't say the most exciting, but the one that I, I have no idea. I've never played a guitar like this before. I don't know much about the model or the history, but yeah. um, thank you for sending this one over because I certainly will be able to get some interesting reactions to how it sounds and feels. Um, yeah. Taking a look at the, the specs, uh, um, pickup selection, great pickup selection. Uh, I wanted to know what the neck was made of. Where does it say? Roasted maple neck. Really? It's so dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A roasted maple neck. You've got a rosewood fretboard. So rosewood is back again. Mm -hmm. And you've got a beautiful flame maple top. And I really, I really dig that natural flat finish. It just oozes class. Yes. It's not, you know, it, they could have applied any color, but I really like those reduced looks and the matching headstock, of course. So that's pretty cool. And again, like you mentioned, with the tone zone pickups in the bridge position and two true velvets in the middle of the neck, you can't go wrong with that. No. And again, we're talking about a, a, a good price point. So this guitar clocks in at $799. And this is also the reason why we did not go for a tremolo. Right. So instead, we go for a fixed bridge so to make it a really reduced guitar. Mm. And instead of you know adding adding another 100 euros for uh, on the retail price for adding a, a, a locking trem, we just went, okay, this will be fixed bridge, gold hardware to be matching to the natural finish and just a super, super cool addition to the lineup. SEW, the SEW uh, -E stands for Sabre or S line. Sabre was the original name, but there were some copyright infringements or trademark infringements from Music Man, who obviously had a base that was called Sabre. Uh -huh. So it's since then only called the S. Uh, and then the EW stands for exotic wood. So in the past, we already had quite a few exotic wood models. And this maple is not too exotic, but it's still with the flame maple grain, looks very, very classy. I will so, urge anyone nice. who's looking at that photo that it looks better and much, much better in the flesh than it does on that photo. And the photo makes a, the body looks a bit wonky and not quite like mm -hmm. as beautifully contoured as that is. So um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it looks better in the flesh. Absolutely, yeah. Which kind of goes for everything. But that's already tradition that you can barely capture those kind of fleshy finishes that Ibanez is renowned for to capture those on, on a sheet of paper in four color print or something. It's just almost impossible. Yeah. All right. Next page, please. Next page. What else do we have? Is there anything that catches your eye? Yes. Hmm. Very much so. Um, it could be perhaps oh, I've clicked the wrong button. It could be this one, maybe. Um, hmm. I should probably pop <laughs> off and come back in a second. Sit down. There we go. I have that guitar, and I need to draw attention firstly to the thing that I didn't notice from the photo, and that is the extremely ornate binding. Let's go to this page. There we go. Look at that binding on there. And I didn't see it from the photos because I was too blown away by the, the violin finish. I love this sort of tobacco violin vintage Voss finishes. And um, I didn't see it. I didn't see the binding. So I know you're other looking at other things, such as this <laughs> classic-looking Ibanez bridge, which I'm sure Dan knows the name of. Uh, I think it's called the Gibraltar Performer Bridge. Thank you very much. So it's an old, old uh, kind of bridge style that dates back to the '80s and, and even before that. It's kind of mandolin-looking, you know. Um, I really, I really, yeah, really like it. But there's a lot. Of, there's a big chunk of metal there as well. You know, that's, that's quite thick. So I'm I'm really yep. really enjoying that. It's not just like a, a little ornate thing. It seems to have a function. And then as we go yep. up, we've got some wonderful blocks, which are my favourite inlays, um, and then quite a substantial yep. neck. 
Not forgetting the fact that um, it's a semi-hollow, right? With obviously an yep, F hollow. Yeah, semi-hollow. But this Correct. is hollow under here as well, but there's no F hole. A little to, bit, yeah. So the, yep. so the tone doesn't fall out at the bottom as it would. No. Uh, it, it, doesn't, it also doesn't cause too much um, feedback issues because with full hollow mod models, you, sometimes you have, you have some issues there. So instead, we try to reduce a little bit of the body weight, but not leaving those kind of holes open. So it's like a semi-hollow construction. Yeah. I like the the '80s style headstock. That kind of yeah. Does that, that have a name? Headstock. Does it have a specific name? That kind of headstock or a nickname or something? If I put him on the spot here, that probably has a name, but I'm not sure. No. Okay. Let us know in the comments. Let's call it just stairs. The stairs. The stairs. The stairs. <laughs> I, yeah. I I really like it because it's got like this mix of old '80s Ibanez. Yep. But also it's it's kind of as if. PRS have been looking at this recently. There's a there's a PRS yeah, vibe to it. That is exa that's exactly what I thought because the especially the top has a lot of three dimensional um, look to it. It's not it doesn't look cheap. No, you know? I mean it's not necessarily a cheap guitar, but I really like that on in that price point you get a very expensive looking top. When you say that price point, how much is this? That should be uh, seven ninety nine. Really? Seven forty nine. Sorry, seven forty nine. Yeah. And like you said, you, it comes with the uh, it comes with two um, super eighty five pickups, uh, fifty eight pickups. Sorry, <laughs> and um, Gibraltar Performer Bridge. Um, you've got the Flame Maple top. You've got a Okuma body, um, medium frets on the Jatoba fretboard. I mean, there's nothing wrong with with this instrument. It's it's very classy, and especially what is so special about is the tri sound switches. So you've got uh, yeah, yeah, those kind yeah, of switches they, that you on, really got to. Let's go back to that. There we go. There's the switches. What do they do? They they give each humbucker three different sounds. So basically, it just expands the guitar's uh, versatility. It, it's it's not said that each and every sound is is useful in every musical situation, but if you're looking for a specific sound, especially if you're wandering between several genres, um, you have you know more in your pockets that you can pull out basically. Mm -hmm. So it, it 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 widens your repertoire. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. I mean, for, for now we're talking price point on this guitar. That's kind of the prices you're paying for Epiphone guitars these days. It's, it's, yep. There are certain models that are now what we call the standard Epiphone models. That's in that price range, and that's, that's a little bit different. And I, I like things a little bit quirky, a little bit different. It's a very obvious choice for someone who wants to rock and, and do some classic rock, but it's a little bit quirky. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm really digging that. What, what yeah. was the fretboard again? That's Jatoba. Jatoba. <laughs> so yeah, that's a very interesting guitar. Um, price? Did you say seven nine nine or eight nine nine? Seven seven forty nine. Seven forty nine. Actually, beg your pardon. The black also yeah, looks yeah. gorgeous. Um, yeah, that's very. And the black classy. is also a little bit less expensive. It's six ninety nine because it it doesn't sport the flame maple top. Ah, see, I yeah, I really might be more into the black. I did say to you not to send me the black one because on my channel the the color doesn't show up very very well. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's a great guess. I could easily be playing that in a classic rock band uh, instead of, yep. say, say a Les Paul or something like that. That's nice. Yep. Um, but I, I kind of, this just quickly on the AR420, I like that a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I, I like this, this, the pickup switch uh, position on that. So yeah, I'm digging, I'm digging the, the, the 520. Um, and I really look forward to making the video and you know, you can watch it. By by yeah. clicking subscribe. 
Um, <laughs> and hitting the bell button. And sma smashing it, Dan, <laughs> destroying that bell button. However, there is another guitar on this page that I also have, and it is possibly yeah. one of the most exciting guitars that uh, we can talk about. It's this Geo. Uh, so let me go and grab yeah. it, and then um, we can talk through the specs and have a look at it. Dan, Mr. Ibanez, Dr. Dan, I have a prediction for you. You better make a lot of these because you're going to sell so many. <laughs> I hope so because I'm super into that guitar. Uh, it's flashy, and you know I'm I'm super into reverse headstocks, and it reminds me a lot of the old Mike Weichert signature model. We had that limited run for German guitar player Mike Weichert from Heaven Shall Burn, and this guitar is pretty much in the same style, um, except for it has reverse shark fin inlays, which is even cooler. It's got a reverse headstock that is uh, in matching finish. And apart from that, it's just a super cool looking beginner's guitar. It's got a maple neck, a purple heart, a bound purple heart fretboard with jumbo frets. So very easy to play. Yep. Again, it's got an Okume body, which is used widely used even on much, much more expensive guitars. And it's got cool looking Ibanez um, pickups. I think these are the Ibanez 6 pickups. So like Ibanez OEM kind of pickups. Mm -hmm. Okay pickups, but definitely would be like an option to to uh, change them against like more modern and, and more three-dimensional pickups, so to say, mm -hmm. if you want to up the ante a little bit. Uh, but like what is the key argument for this guitar is uh, the build quality in comparison to what you pay for. I mean, we are charging 249 for this instrument. And I don't know how Say much what? quality time. How much? Two hundred. Yeah, two hundred forty-nine. Yeah, I know it's 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 super inexpensive. It's it's almost cheap, so to say. But I don't want to use the word cheap uh, in in um, combination with this model because it's not cheap at all. Neither the looks are cheap nor the build quality. And like I said, I don't know how much how much quality time you already have spent with this guitar. But I'm stoked. Like we started last year with the GRX forty that were incredible guitars that could have been sold for several hundred euros more and again this uh, grgr221 with the purple top is the build quality is just beyond what you would expect at that price point yeah the price is great i haven't spent that much time with that i sat with it it feels very comfortable um i could certainly see me uh, recommending this as we talked about in the podcast recently was about recommending or guitars for beginners and mm -hmm. Guitars, this looks cool, but doesn't have a uh, a high maintenance trem system. So, <laughs> yeah. so I, I was always yeah. talking about recommending the the Tele, and I was kind of looking for a guitar that that I could recommend that looked a bit more metal, a bit more showy offy, a bit more um, not so traditional as a Tele. And this yeah. very well could be it. I don't know yet. Haven't plugged it in. Haven't demoed it fully. But just from the looks alone, the feel, the neck. Um, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful satin sort of finish. Um, it it just it's very very comfortable to play, Dan. Um, yeah, you, you guys have done a lot of things right with this guitar. The price is ridiculous. Um, as I said right at the beginning of this little section, make a lot of these. I think you're going to sell a lot. Uh, and then I look forward to some more finishes. Maybe like a like a. I see this in pink. That would look amazing in pink. <laughs> okay. Or awful. <laughs> I don't know. One, I don't know. One of those two. One of those two. Usually, you know, pink is what gets likes, but black is what gets bucks. Ah, so, really? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm digging yeah. that so hard. Um, that might be, that is my, 
joint second favorite of the bunch that you sent me. <laughs> awesome, glad to hear. Yeah, I like it too. I really like I, when I when I saw the first pictures, I was like, oh, nice. And then I saw the price, and I saw the actual production sample, and I was super happy because you know I'm I'm always referring to myself, and I can totally relate to a guitar starter or like let's say an advanced beginner that is you know beyond that kind of 60 or 80 euros uh hurty caster or you know budget bundle guitar and really is looking for a serious instrument but still at a reasonable price point you know if your parents either don't want to spend 500 bucks on a guitar or uh they can't spend so much money on it so you want a rock solid instrument that you can even expand more and those mm -hmm. geos they are amazing be it the gox 40 or be it the uh now the the uh, gog 221 i mean those are perfect examples for good bones guitars because yeah. if you're looking at that with an amp on top with a cable with a strap you're still under 500 bucks for something that's a decent setup yeah, um, yeah. and that guitar feels I mean, very just, good out of the box yeah i mean what if if, if i would if I would be like a beginner, I would probably start with, you know, this is my second guitar. And once I develop a certain kind of preference and I develop an ear, I would maybe look for some used pickups and, and, and change the pickups and maybe add some locking tuners to it uh, on, on the second market, like eBay or mm -hmm. something like that, or Reverb. And then you have a super decent instrument, uh, instrument at 350, maybe 400 bucks. And that's just all you could ask for. And, and I mean, look-wise... I'm not asking for anything else than a reverse headstock shark fin inlays and blue color. That's just amazing. <laughs> it's a very nice looking guitar. I look forward to seeing the sales figures for those. Um, <laughs> and of course, look forward to doing my review, which will of course have an affiliate link underneath. <laughs> no, but top marks. Um, great to see a guitar of that quality on that price point. And uh, of mm. course, for, for people that watch this channel, uh, a very good modding base. Very, very good. Mm -hmm. Maybe or maybe not. You have to watch the full review. We don't know. <sighs> Ooh, another hottie. Yeah, here we go. Um, so yeah. there. Go up. There we go. <sighs> the grr, yes. grr, grr. Grr, grr. <laughs> Every guitar that starts with G and ends or or has an, an R uh, before the other G is just perfect because it's the G R G R, so it's a geo reverse headstock. <sighs> Lovely. I mean, black flat finish is one of the killer finishes that we have, and this guitar is just you know. You, do you remember the FR eight hundred mm -hmm. in black flat finish that we had? Yes. That was a lovely model, and it's sold in very, very good quantities. Uh, so I was thinking, okay, maybe we see a, I don't know, six, seven hundred euros, maybe high-performance guitar that looks uh, identical or very close to that. But nope, nope. Our Japanese friends they went with a guitar that clocks in at two hundred nineteen bucks, and it's just nineteen. I, I have a one whole, nine. Two hundred nineteen. Two one seven. Oh, 219. <laughs> 219. <laughs> 219. Too many numbers. I, I'm not too good at numbers. No. no. Uh, two, like two, 220 bucks. So you, you're going to see what the street price will be. Maybe it will be clocking in, it will be clocking in 199 or something like that. Yeah. But anyways, it's, yeah, it's, it's just... Uh, 
I'm digging that. I'm, I've got a soft soft spot for those kind of beginner guitars that just look amazing. And again, the build quality is is really what what excites me about these guitars because these are now like no crap instruments. They are not like plywood that you you know use to make a fire. These are solid and serious instruments made for beginners. And it's just you know what really enthuses me about these models. I have to ask. I would play them. I, ha I would. I have to ask a, a potentially silly question here. Is that photo monochrome photo, or is that actually how the guitar looks in real life, totally gray and black? It is totally gray and black. Even, actually, even it's the supposed fretboard, to be the fretboard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Then. I mean, it's a it's a it's a purple hot fretboard. So usually the colors, because it's a natural uh, produce, the colors they can vary a little bit. But basically, this is very very dark. So it's supposed to have that kind of. All blacks look. Black I think hats, it's yeah. called murdered out in the states. If if people are are kind of modding their cars and everything is black from the seats to the tires and everything, so it's it's it it kind of captures that vibe to be all black. You know, from the Ibanez logo on the reverse headstock to the shark fin reverse shark fin inlays, to the pickguard, yeah. <laughs> and of course the body color in in black flat finish. I mean, I I'm digging that guitar. I I'm super into it. It. it it is something I'm, that one, like if I can have an Andy request, that's the Andy request for, for the channel because that 199 street price as a, as, a, as a guess, I'm very intrigued. Very, very intrigued. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So, yeah. Let's, um, I just want to draw attention before anybody says anything just to this red and black one because those are my colors. And um, <laughs> I, I had a little go on yeah. that one and that was really good. Uh, okay. For left handed people, there's a left handed guitar. Yep. Yep. Also, new offering a uh, GRG one twenty one DXL. It's a no frills guitar. I mean, the walnut flat finish has been sold already widely, and you know we're always trying to add more lefty models. So I'm, I'm very happy to see that the uh, GRG one twenty one with a Okuma body and a purple hot fretboard with shark fin inlays is a cool offering for the lefties because usually they get kind of the more boring offerings because for a manufacturer it's more like a safe bet. Yes because it's already a niche market for lefties. So you go with black only, and you probably go with dots instead of shark fin inlays. So seeing this model that is a little bit more flashy is uh, is a very nice move um, for 2021. Price? Um, not too sure about that. Let me quickly check that up. I have a smart list here that I can check. And the Walnut Flat one clocks in at 230, so 229 bucks. Okay, and how does that compare, yep. um, like, take away the fact that it's a left-handed, how does that compare to, say, the other GR, GR that we just talked about, like, spec-wise? Is it roughly the same quality, oh, roughly the same parts? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's roughly the same. I mean, basically, uh, for lefty models, we usually have to charge, like, 10 or 20 bucks more, uh -huh. uh, which is a little bit unfortunate, but it's just like, you know, you have different quantities. So whenever we can, we try to offer, like, the same price, but usually it's a little bit more. Um, but apart from that, both come with uh, maple necks, both come with a bound purple hot fretboard, both come with jumbo frets. So um, also the bodywood, I think, uh, on the um, black flat one is poplar, mm -hmm. and on the uh, one twenty one is okume. So oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, new finishes on the GRGM twenty ones. Just get a quick look so people can see them. But the main attraction on this page is that rather less than senior looking guitar sort of a <laughs> <laughs> 
What does that mean? <laughs> On the other end of senior. I was trying to be clever. It looks right. rather juniory. 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 Yeah, yeah. Well, the GAX30, I think, I mean, when you started playing the guitar, I think this must have been a model that was widely around, yes. especially in the, in the entry-level market, right? Yes. Yeah. So if you would compare it now, it comes with, with some um, updated specs. So now you have block inlays, you have that kind of... Um, step kind of headstock that that you know is a reminiscence of the of the 80s ibanez guitars so they're kind of more like a retro vibe to it also if you compare it ab with the previous models you will see that the body shaping is a little bit more contoured so it's got more softer edges to it mm -hmm. which i find is a very nice touch because it adds some some you know some yeah some some some, some softness to it so because the bevels they just feel very comfy the trans cherry finish is just like one of the iconic uh, yeah. one of the iconic finishes for the GX30 series. Give me a price, yeah. Dan. Give me a price. Uh, two twenty nine. Two twenty nine. Set neck or bolt in neck? Uh, that should be a set neck. Nice. Okay, so I'm yeah. thinking that guitar upgrading some pickups, maybe some new electronics, and you are well away with a great guitar. If you're, you know, if if you're not a beginner, you want to mod something that looks cool. That would do me with some mods on it. Yeah. Maybe some Absolutely. locking tuners as well. Absolutely. Yeah, glad to see it. Okay. What else All have right. we got? Um, Let's move on. Moving on. <sighs> now, now, Dan. We're in jazz territory. Be careful. We're getting to a very interesting page somewhere. <laughs> so there's lots of signature stuff. Um, yep, but no news no so news. far because we have. We have two artists that have anniversary next year, so stay tuned for some more news. Yeah, I spot a new model, Artstar. Artstar, and it's not just one model, it's actually three models. They are all um, in the Artstar 2000 range. And if you go to the next page, we also see not just the AF2000, we also have the AS2000, which is the semi-hollow Artstar model. And then we have the AM2000, which is a smaller sized but full hollow offering uh -huh. in that range and what is so special about these guitars is actually uh, spec wise they're very close to their predecessors the 200 series but these are i'm not sure if it's like the only guitar in the market but definitely like the first from a, a major manufacturer uh, they are using roasted maple for the necks and on on these uh, jazz guitars we have two pieces of mahogany mm -hmm. and they are flanked to a very thick piece of roasted maple for uh, in the center for the neck and this roasted maple is actually treated uh, by a japanese company that have uh, patented the aztec procedure uh, like like you would find it on an az so it makes that neck all very durable very sturdy and uh, yeah i think it's a nice touch to add those kind of modern technology to a more let's say vintage oriented or more classic oriented instrument so I really like that. Again, we, we've got the Super 58 pickups because this is like a no-brainer on all Ibanez guitars if, if you're talking jazz tones. Um, the three-piece neck that I just mentioned, a spruce top with a nigre back and sides. We have a brown ebony fretboard and a beautiful retro logos again on the headstock. Also, we have an updated headstock on the AF and the AM2000 model. Quickly change the page. Oh, no. <laughs> change the page. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. So, not this is the AS2000, but the AM2000 has the... Uh, 
Oh, beg your pardon. Video Sorry, down. Yeah. Sorry, I lost yeah. concentration. Yeah. You see, again, this is this is the same headstock shape that, that we previously saw, for, uh, ex- yeah. for instance, on the, on the J, J, uh, GAX30 or on, on the semi-hollow AR. So that's pretty cool to see those kind of motifs being repeated time and again. And also, I like that uh, that logo on uh, on the headstock because it's like one of the iconic mm. Ibanez headstock logos. I, I much prefer that headstock to that one. Yeah, me too. Me I too. think I'm like a classic guy, you know. I, I don't know. Just for that one, that just screams like an Epiphone kind of look. But that one looks okay. you know, more unique. Um, uh-huh. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong at all. It's, it's a classic look. But that mm-hmm. one looks more unique for sure. And that one, um, you know how the eye is trained to to not like Epiphone headstocks and prefer Gibson headstocks. <laughs> That's what I get from that. Uh, the AS2000, whereas that one is so different. It's like, okay, it's totally different. So I'll take it. I think I think that's a better headstock. Okay. All right. However, if you go to the previous page, I think for the full hollow design, I'm trying. I think the go. headstock the headstock is pretty much spot on because yes. it just adds yes. the overall like the mass massive appearance of the guitar. Yeah. You know, I think that's a must on that guitar with that kind of. Uh, old 80s headstock i think it just look yeah the curves it needs the curves it needs that that flatness and one thing i like about these these guitars is the the color the name of the color brown sunburst yeah it's like keep it fairly simple right yeah simple (laughs) sunburst well it's not it's not really red is it it's more brown oh brown sunburst then (laughs) not tobacco just brown i dig that yeah there you go um there's another one over there another new model Oh no! Hang on! Wait! 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 T- tell me prices! Tell me prices! Tell me prices! So, as I said, these are made in Japan, so yeah. they are not inexpensive. The AF two thousand and the AS two thousand they clock in at two thousand three hundred ninety nine, and the medium sized full hollow AM two thousand uh, clocks in at two four nine nine. So two point five k. Yeah. Yep. So again, a real instrument. Um, a real instrument like that's definitely a pro instrument so it's yeah. not like something that you that you purchase just to try out playing jazz yes absolutely <laughs> such as <Yeah>. me <laughs> <laughs> i like uh, just a little quick nod to the as153 i love the pit guard on yeah. that i think that's brilliant um okay yeah. new model af90 the andy ferris 95 <laughs> love it <laughs> So when I designed this guitar, I wanted something really fat, and I wanted it to be sunburst but brown. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're t- we're talking full hollow model, and this is so. What I find remarkable is that if you compare it to the uh, 2.4K instrument, look wise, the difference is not really visible to the untrained eye am i wrong no you're absolutely right i mean (laughs) to flash those two things in front of you if i asked one of my my family members they'd say that's the same guitar yeah 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 and i mean spec wise of course it's different but i mean we're talking about 599 retail and you get a lot for that you've got makassar ebony fretboard you have a three uh three-piece niato maple neck that is set in uh linden uh sides and linden body you've got a spruce top and uh, pickup wise again you have the super 58 pickups great so um, a lot of high-end specs on this guitar comes uh, pre-strung with 10 to 52s for some serious jazzy tones 
and these are very well made. They they come from the Indonesian factory. Um, there's nothing wrong about them. The the, the quality right off the out of the box is just there. If you if you play it, you will have a lot of fun with them. Yep. Are they do they come with flat wound strings or round wound strings? I'm not sure. Actually, I think they come with round wound strings. Okay, I, I'd but be... I might be wrong. Just don't hold me to it. Yeah, I, I definitely want to flow, throw some flat wounds on that. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Just you're going to get that warmth. I, I'm absolutely not a jazzer, and I'm not an expert on flat wounds, but I do have some guitars with flat wounds and some basses with flat wounds. And that, just from the look, I, I want to put some flats on that and, and really pretend that I know some jazz chords. <laughs> um, but I'd love to try that as a, as a jazzer, but also you know just to see the the huge body that would look like a look like a normal sized guitar on me. So um, yeah. quite into that one. Well, I, I'm I'm so seeing that meme of you saying like, "Hey babe, I want to throw some flats on you," <laughs> and then you have that guitar. <laughs> Deal. I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. Let's move awesome. on. Zoomy zoomy. Zoomy zoomy. There, there we, we go. go. Okay, Dan. Yes. I have one of those. I'll go and get it. Yeah, please. Here it is. Before we go to any specs, I'm going to tell you that this is my favorite guitar that you've sent me. Wow, that's a surprise. Um, I know it's possibly the second cheapest. Um, so I've got the Geo, which was, I'm guessing this is more expensive than the, the, than the Geo. But yeah, this... Yeah, yeah. Much like the, the pink one that I, I reviewed uh, in 2020, this is a fun guitar. This has got everything I want from a semi-hollow body. Yes. Full, full hollow. Full hollow. <laughs> yep. That guitar is completely hollow. Then I have some guitars I need to compare this to then because that, for me, that's <laughs> what a 335-ish um, style of body should look like. Um, but yeah. it looks, what I'm trying to say is it looks and feels more expensive than it probably is. Can you tell me how much this guitar is, please? Yeah, that is 650 bucks. Okay, so that is a great guitar for what I thought it was gonna be. I thought <laughs> this was gonna be a lot more than it feels. It feels so nice. Um, it's a satin finish. Uh, I'll let Dan tell you about it. I just wanted to give my, my two cents. <laughs> Well, I, I love your initial reaction because you didn't have a lot of time uh, to spend with these guitars. So seeing your pure joy that you get out of this guitar is just uh, very enthusing for me. And um, I mean, those guitars, like I said, they are not to be mistaken with uh, semi-hollow guitars because these are full hollow uh, models for a reason. Because, you know, we saw more and more players that are kind of wandering between different genres and they are mixing different styles and, and you know, they're kind of creating their own recipe. So they needed an instrument that can do a lot of like percussive sounds and very kind of voluminous, uh, very open and, and, and wide sounding tones and also still have those kind of electric sounds. And this is what this guitar is all about. It's like a uh, convenient catch-all, so to say. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but it's like a do-it-all guitar for, uh, for, the, for the player that's not uh, too fixed to just one genre right and these am models um, that's also why we use the the am shape because it's a rather small shape so it can be played by players that are used to an electric guitar it can be played by kids children by smaller people but it still feels like a real professional instrument and um, like i said i mean spec wise um it's it, yeah it, it has everything that you would expect uh from from a, a guitar in that price point um 
because the body is made of linden. Um, you have a, uh, I think, Macassar ebony fretboard that is bound. Uh, you've got a three-piece mahogany, uh, a three-piece niato maple neck that is set in. Um, the pickups are, again, Super 58 pickups. So we're talking about the serious high-end Ibanez pickups. And all of this made in Indonesia at uh, 650 bucks. I think that's a very good package. Even if you're, if you just want to expand your arsenal, mm. it's you a, know, if you have it's already, it's a fun guitar to add, and it looks yeah. fun. The black looks gorgeous as well, I might add. But this red, the photo that I'm seeing is not what it looks like in real life. The photo looks more pinky, but this is more, yeah. more of a sort of British telephone box red. Yeah, yeah. Um, Plus, I, I really like that they, they didn't go with the glossy finish yeah. so that we get a cherry red flat finish. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the binding has some kind of like grain to it. Have you seen the binding on this? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. really odd. I've never seen anything like that before. <laughs> odd in a, in yeah. a good way. Again, no. Yeah. It adds to the vibe. It's just, it, it, it looks like not like a distressed or a kind of relic instrument, but it doesn't also look like super shiny and factory. Yeah. I'm going to. I mean, yeah. we definitely can't see this on the screen, but there's like it looks like it's been there's like there's a grain there, which is which is very very odd. But again, in a good way, a good way. Yeah, and again, you've got the tr uh, the tri sound switch, so you got uh, another tonal option to discover. Yeah, I look so I look forward to not knowing what that does in a video. <laughs> yeah, just listen to your ears. I mean, like I said, it's not necessarily made to uh, to deliver tones for every situation it's just like if you need a particular sound you just can you can try it out and maybe you you find something that totally fits the bill mm -hmm. and are these wooden knobs i'm not sure um because they look could be they look like they look like wood but again looking at the way that binding is they might not be <laughs> yeah actually i i have to say I, d I don't know for sure i mean it could be but uh um, well, they could be re just, like, they look like uh, resin. They're certainly different. You know, they're not. Yeah, yeah. They're different to what you'd find on the other ones we've we've seen so far, and other guitars <laughs> where you, you see the the full way, uh, the four mm -hmm. four knobs. But they have um, a very good profile, so they don't slip. That's what I what I figured out when I yeah. when I played their knobs too. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they're, they're odd. But again, this is at first look. I I love this guitar because it seems so classic. But now we're talking about it. Now I'm seeing these little things that are slightly different slightly um left of the norm you know and and that yeah yeah I, again as you said i didn't have much time to play with these guitars um but i will do i've, <laughs> I've also noticed the little cutaways i'll have to go into detail in my video of course about this but the little cutaway behind the saddle in the in the bridge so that the string doesn't vibrate on the actual bridge itself details yeah, yeah. I've, I've again never noticed that before or seen that before. I'm really looking forward to playing some some blues, some rock, some rock and roll, but also some fuzz pedal, and seeing how much this guitar shakes in my hands. <laughs> so I think that's my also like. I think it's my favorite. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Also like the uh, the string holder. That's very kind of retro-ish. Yeah. It takes you back right fifties, right? Yeah. That kind of trapezoid. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, new model, yep. twelve string. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh, that's that is that's quite fun. Unique, isn't it? Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> would you Would you play a guitar like that? Absolutely. 
Yeah. Um, But you don't have a a semi-hollow 12 string yet, right? I don't have a 12 string, uh, and I certainly don't have a semi-hollow 12 string. But yeah, that that's fun. Um, because normally for me, when I hear 12-string electric, I hear jangly kind of sounds, you know, but that's two humbuckers, which the classic elites are not known for being that jangly. Mm-hmm. That's going to yeah. sound very interesting. It, no, I like it too, because it's a nice offering. And it, it, I think it's four, 489, so sub 500 euros. Oh, wow. It's also nice if you just want to try out a, a semi-hollow vibe, but with a, some 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 added shimmering from the six additional strings. That's going to have some great sounds to it. I'm, I'm very intrigued by that. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, new finish on the a- AS73, the red one. Yep. Yeah, we added the TCD, the trans cherry red finish on on a couple models. Also on the, uh, we have some trans red finish on the 53 models too, mm-hmm. because red is just such a classic color. And uh, Absolutely. I also like the trans red flat on these, on the AS53s. Sure. Again, all of these, it really comes down to the budget, but all of these guitars, uh, they provide maximum bang for the buck. And, and I think Ibanez is pretty renowned for that. Because you know, a lot of a lot of people they only connect Ibanez with being a metal brand. But looking at artists like George Benson, John Schofield, uh, Pat Metheny, um, those kind of guys, I mean, that relation dates back so many years. Mm-hmm. And Ibanez was already a well-established jazz player, basically. So I'm I'm super happy to see that there are still a lot of offerings and very good offerings for the entry-level players, for the next generation of jazzers. Not me, not you, probably. <laughs> not yet. Maybe one day. Um, okay, we've got a, a left-handed new model. Forgive me, left-handed people, but I'm not going to spend too much time on that one because uh, I'm not going to say it's just a left-handed model, but this model already exists. It's now in left-handed. And um, yeah. yeah, there it is. <laughs> Do you mind if I move on, Dan? Is it okay? No, no, no. All good, all good. good. Okay, um, now we've gone too far. Oh, sorry. Let's go back. And talk, let's go sorry. back and talk about the left-handed model. Um, <laughs> I, I am no, not qualified cool to cover bases. bases in this video. I know. I know. We can just like let's uh, just flip skip through, through it. Flip through it. Yeah. And, and skip through it. Yeah. So there's a base. Some more bases. There's a new model. Don't switch off. We're not going to be talking about bases too much. <laughs> la, 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 more bases. New model there. There we go. There's a bass. Oh, it's uh, um, Panga Panga. That was worth looking yeah, at. Yeah, and it's, it, that's one of the sexiest finishes. That's Magic Wave Low Gloss, and we've seen that quickly at the beginning of the segment. Ah. Uh, that's one of the coolest finishes because it's an ash top that is sandblasted, and then it's finished in that kind of purple black. So you've got all the purple uh, in those kind of... Uh, uh, the segments uh, of the wood, and on the on the clear top, you've got the black finish. So it kind of gets that kind of wavy look to it, you know. Um, the BTB eight one eight. That's a crazy looking bass. Um, I I actually refuse to have that on the channel. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. What bass player needs that long horn over there? You know, I need to. I don't know. What does that do? I think it creates a good balance. Yeah, and I, it's a cool look. I, I kind of like it. It gives like the perfect curvature. If you go from the top horn to the lower horn. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you, you that. See that? All right, I, I was wrong. I was wrong. 
<laughs> There's a new model. So that's like a, a PJ sort of look. Um, yep, and these are medium scale. So you've got like 32 inch um, as a scale. So it's a nice base, not just for rehearsing, but also if you play on the couch or, you know, if you just want a base that's a little bit more comfy, especially if you're a smaller person. That's pretty cool. Uh huh. There's another funny looking one up there. BTB. Six string. Six to six. Right. Now, now we're getting silly, Daniel. <laughs> There's a seven string, right? If I find an yeah, eight string, I do, but we have it. Yeah. Is there an eight string? Well, we had different offerings, like the Ashula basses that had like a um, fretless segment and fretted segment. So the bass workshop basically always tries to create something mm -hmm. that is usually only provided from luthiers at extraordinary prices. But they try to make it like more accessible between one thousand and fifteen hundred euros. Sure. So there'll always be more and crazy stuff, and it's pretty cool to see that. As a quick apology to bass players and people thinking I'm disrespecting basses, I'm not. I'm just so underqualified to talk about them. Um, <laughs> it's not right. You need to go and watch a different channel. But the RGB three hundred series. Please give me a price on that, Dan. Uh, and I'll talk about the Toba fretboard. With shark tooth yeah, inlays, yeah. medium frets, dynamics, P and J. So that's a great uh, set of pickup <laughs> configurations. I just need to know how much it is. Yeah, it's three uh, three nineteen for the four string and three forty nine for the five string. Okay, very inexpensive. And that's that's not street price. Okay, so we'll probably be expecting two nine nine and three two nine something like that. Who no, knows? Could Who knows? Be. You, you, you obviously can't say, but um, I'd be expecting that to be at that price. Um, interested to see those. I'd like to see those, yeah. those being played around. Uh, there's the five-string version we just, just mentioned. Yeah. Actually, I could, I could do the five-string my arsenal. I might have to take a look at that at some point. Yeah. Uh, and, and play it terribly. Um, Acoustic Land, Acoustic World, Ibanez Acoustic. I have one. It's the one with the really wide neck. I really enjoy it. However, Dan, I can't ask people to to look at acoustics in this video. We're, we're covering a lot of ground here, and I think we could come back to this at some other point. However, you said that there was one model you wanted to check out on the first page. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's the John Gum signature guitar. Uh -huh. And it's such a pleasure to see John Gum join the Ibanez artist roster. Um, and I think they, they created more than 30 prototypes with him. Wow. And this is the final signature guitar that he went with. And it's, it's pretty wicked because it's got that asymmetrical shape to it. So basically the cutaway, well, not the cutaway, but the... The bout? Kind of where it sits. Yeah, uh, the bow where it sits on the, on, the, on, the, on the leg is actually asymmetrical. So you get a better excess and the guitar sits in a perfect position. Um, we've got a new headstock shape. We have a specifically designed pickup system. I think it's four different pickups with a dual output, um, thermo-aged, um, solid Sitka spruce top, mahogany, palfero neck, Casa Avenue fretboard, of course. Um, it's like, yeah, the do-it-all guitar for John, and it was it was so cool to see that he went for this particular guitar, and it's actually part of the Platinum Collection, which will be a made-in-China high-end acoustic guitar. And this is not, you know, usually made-in-China instruments are labeled as as kind of cheap, mm -hmm. but this factory that does all those guitars, it's like top level. They have all the modern machinery. They have experts when it comes to 
to to kind of luthery of, of acoustic instruments and this is where all the high-end kind of chinese guitars from ivanis will be made in the future and the john gong model is like the uh, uh um yeah like the, the top-notch model on the, in this line and uh, i mean if an artist like john decides to go for a signature guitar that's made in in china i think this is a a strong sign because he's playing that exact same guitar okay that was an obvious question when it always kind of irks me when artists don't play the actual signature guitar and i know that sometimes you want to upgrade a few things but that makes a big difference that's also going to put a lot of uh, confidence in that guitar Actually, it would be it would be interesting to ask John a couple of questions about his guitar when he's in the podcast. Absolutely, on yeah. January sorry, 26. I forgot. Twenty sixth of January, we'll talk about the John Gom signature because John's on the podcast. Yeah, and we'll be talking about his musical approach. He'll be talking about how the guitar came along and you know what his specific requirements were, and uh, actually also why he probably why he decided to to go with Ivanis and create a completely new guitar from scratch. Mm. So if you have any questions that uh, you want us to ask John, leave them in the comments. Let's go back to the, the woodiness. Um, yeah. And then because I believe, <laughs> so I, I think the Italian acoustic is one of the craziest looking guitars <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah. I saw one. Actually, it's also whoops, whoops, whoops. very well selling model. I, I, I always I, I always underestimated how how many of these guitars are being bought from people crazy i think it's brilliant i love the surfing yeah. finishes those, those are good um yeah. acoustic basses oh my god we've really really got deep now oh, mandolins and ukuleles and i love them but i probably get told off for putting them on the channel okay <laughs> okay now we're back in safe solid ground um yeah <laughs> so we've got some new pedals Yes. And when I say we, I mean I, because I have those two exact pedals in my studio right now or in my studio storage. No, they're not here. Um, the booster first. <laughs> so firstly, Dan, thank you for sending me a booster to demo. Um, cheers. <laughs> here it is. And here it is a bit louder. But yeah, yeah. I'll, have, I'll have some fun with that. Um, and the phaser, of course, that's I've already played them both. Um, I'm not going to give too much away, but I, I enjoyed the playing. What I really enjoy is the design on them. Uh, I love the font <laughs> choice. And I know you, I know that isn't the most important thing, but it kind of is how it looks. And um, with mini pedals, they can tend to look cheap. And when you just have them in that standard mini enclosure, but the way you guys have mm -hmm. gone for this kind of mini tube screamer uh, enclosure makes it look more classy. Um, yeah, I haven't really tested the booster as much as I can, but the phaser I had a lot of fun with. Video coming out soon, of course. These are made in Japan, so a lot of mm. R and D goes into developing those kind of pedals that have, you know, these are not one-trick ponies because you've got like on the booster you've got bass and treble, yeah, um, and on the on the phaser you've got two different stages, like four stage and stage six, and you've got depth feedback and and speed that you can dial in. So it's basically a a very like let's say complex design in a very narrow box, and it's yeah. true bypass and made in Japan and still has to be very competitive uh, competitive in terms of price. So it takes some time to create those kind of those kind of um, pedals. And I got to say, for instance, the booster, uh, if you look in the inside, the innards of it, it's, it's in incredible how much thought has to, uh, has to go into uh, de the development of that specific pedal, which chipset you choose and which OPs. And it's just, yeah, 
it's crazy. Uh, I wouldn't expect so much uh, R&D that goes into a 99 euros or 119 for the phaser pedal. Yep. Then I will open it up. It's something I need to do in my videos is have a look inside the pedals. But um, Yeah, please. Please. Uh, again, uh, the I know that's not new, but why is it not clicking? There, the analog delay. I love the, the design. It's so subtle, the, the little font. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because yeah. you're here, but when I open the box and the, and the flanger, which is actually just on top of that katana up there, um, love the design. However, Dan, I've never tried that fuzz. Just saying. Oh. <laughs> We should probably change that pretty soon. Yeah. Um, there's some more stuff, some clip-on tuners. If Is there a mug in this catalog? If there's a mug in this catalog, we're, we're going to have a falling out. Or, or, nope. Okay, good. Cables, <laughs> bags and cases. Bags, yeah. Got to have a bag but and a cool case. Cool bags and, and, and straps because we, we have different colors and we, we basically cover everything. We have oh, like those. bags. And, those are nice. Yeah, designer straps and jeans look, for instance. It's pretty cool, uh, but we have something very specific, very cool at the very end. Oh, okay. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Picks, strings. There's just so and... you know, everybody. There's the best multi-tool that you can buy. Buy one of those if you don't yep. have one, or buy a guitar that includes it. Get a free guitar. And actually, sneaky peeky, sneaky peeky. We're gonna launch a limited edition of these multi-tools pretty soon. Mm. But they will also be interesting. It will be a collector's item if you can. Oh grab a new color every couple months. All right, what, tell me and what, there we are. Oh. He says, oh. We have, and isn't that cool? The yes. ICT-10 yeah. RG, it's the Ibanez Cup Coaster. Wow, Dan. <laughs> I, am, I am blown away. But yeah. actually, as you mentioned it, look, this is my Johnny Cash uh, cup cu cup coaster, which, which I, I broke the first one of on a podcast recently. I've just uh, recently chipped that one, so you know I do see reasons to have. I'm going to guess they're made of some kind of um, high quality tone wood resin, or uh, maybe <laughs> maybe tone plastic. Yeah, some some plastic, or uh, I I haven't even tried them out, but I think there will be a a, a pretty cool present next uh, next Christmas time uh, for any Ibanez fan. Yeah, I think that's fun. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, let's just take a quick look at the T-shirts, you know. Ah, some some new finishes, partials. Uh, More to and... come soon. Are you nuts? <laughs> yeah, we talked about that already. All right. Like, um, cross your calendar, January seventeenth. Yeah, we'll have much more to be added to the catalog. It will be exciting. Oh, no. That means we've got to come back and do more. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we made it through. I'm sorry that's a, an exceedingly long video, but there's even more to come soon. Yep. I hope that some um, people watching this have gained some, some, maybe not knowledge, but certainly some passion and desire to actually try out some of these guitars. Um, Dan, thank you again. I know it's kind of weird talking to you this way because you're Ibanez Dan right now. And normally yeah. when we're talking, you're my friend Dan that we do the podcast with. Get off! And when <laughs> when you talk Ibanez on the podcast, uh, I penalize you. And I, I, I like you a little bit less every time you mention the I word. And <laughs> joking, of course, I have great fun on the podcast and, and we do generally. But it was great to actually dedicate some time to talk Ibanez because you know that's your job and your passion and in the guitar oh, yeah. world 
we deserve good guitars. And it seems like 2021, rather than like 2020 completely ruining the guitar world, it seems like companies such as Ibanez have, have put some extra work in and said, right, let's let's buckle down and make some good guitars. I guarantee you that the ones I have will be very interesting. And I actually want to go and play this one right now, but I can't because I've got to edit the video and do that thing called sleep. But uh, Dan, I'll let you have some, some final Ibanez words um, and tell people what to expect in 2021 before we sign off. Oh, well, that's a tough one. Um, first of all, thanks for having me on the channel in my role as the Ibanez brand manager for Ibanez Germany. And uh, thanks to everyone who watched the whole video. Also, thanks to everyone who maybe just skipped through the video or was just watching it at 1.5 or 2.0 times the speed. Um, I think 2021 is a very interesting year and uh, we always have a lot of new models, a lot of fancy colors, and, and but what, what is most important for Ibanez, and this is really a mission for us, is that we um, kind of spark the interest and spark the uh, enthusiasm about playing the guitar. Mm -hmm. And this is really what it's all about. And if Ibanez can contribute just a little bit to kind of pass the torch to the next generation and, and, and keep the electric guitar and electric bass alive, it will be our pleasure and it will be like mission accomplished on our side so again thanks for playing the guitar enjoy i hope you find your ibanez guitar or your guitar from from another manufacturer in 2021 if you're on the hunt for a new guitar um, expect some great videos on andy's channel expect some great videos on other channels too because we've been spreading all the samples and uh yeah i think we'll see some some super cool videos in 2021 again subscribe to andy's channel subscribe to the guitar stories podcast if you haven't because uh we all, always have a blast whenever we talk gear news and and talk with our guests yeah and that's basically it thanks for watching thanks mate thanks for bringing out the podcast because i will say that if you found this video by looking for ibanez stuff then come and check the podcast out because we do have some fun and the people that watch and join us live are absolute beautiful people and um, it's a really nice place to hang out and it's my pleasure to have that podcast on this channel so again you know we have fun come and join us do it Ibanez thank you for making some apparently great guitars we don't know yet I haven't reviewed them they look nice we'll have to find out so um, <laughs> look for my Ibanez playlist on the channel click subscribe if you haven't done already and um, that's it Thank you for hanging around and um, watching the video. We're out. Bye, Dan. Bye, guys. Bye.